This is Dan Locke and you are listening to Accelerate the Great. You are now tuned into Accelerate to Great podcast with Nehemiah Davis, a podcast for aspiring and established entrepreneurs looking for their next level of greatness. Welcome back to another episode of Accelerate the Great. I'm your host, Nehemiah Davis, and I am extremely excited about today's episode. I get the opportunity to interview my mentor, my friend tour, someone who I believe is the absolute best high ticket closer in the world. And just from the free content he gave me has helped me make multiple six figures in a matter of a few short months. So without further ado, I want to introduce my mentor and I believe the greatest salesman in the world, Dan Locke. How you Thank doing? Thank you. Thank you. I'm glad to be here and I'm glad I could my work and what I do has impacted your life and, and your business. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. So give me a little bit about, I, I know your story, but mm. can you share with my audience how you got started? Because a lot of people always believe, oh, he, 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 his dad helped him, his mom helped him. You literally were able to build your business from nothing. I, I wish. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I wish. So talk to so, us a little bit about that. I was born in Hong Kong. Yep. I immigrated to North America when I was 14 years old. And at a time when I first arrived, I didn't know anybody. I came to North America with no money, no connections, and not a word of the English language on my lips. So I still speak with an accent, right? So, and shortly after that, when my mom and dad got divorced when I was 16 years old. And when I got to 17, my dad actually, because of a bad business partnership, uh, basically his partner took all the money, disappeared. So that left my dad over a million dollars in debt. Then he had to file for bankruptcy. So at a very early age, I learned to be self-reliant. At the time when I first immigrated to, to Vancouver, I was living in, in Surrey. And in case you don't know, Surrey is kind of like the hood in Vancouver. That's where the, the crimes, uh, all, all, the, all the drugs, all that stuff, that's where the area is. And so growing up in that environment, I had to learn to mature. Right. to be the man, right? Yeah. To take care of my family yeah. uh, very early on because I'm the only one that could do that. Yeah. And my mom was very, very difficult because my mom couldn't speak a word of English. Um, there's never worked a day in her life. Still hasn't. And so I had to do something to provide for her. So growing up, I wasn't the guy that had a lot of self-confidence. Because when you are, imagine going to a new country, you, can, you, you, you cannot speak the language. Well, it's very difficult to connect with people and have confidence, right? And at the time I was, the high school that I was going to, I was one of the only three Chinese in my school, right? So um, just like my, most people, I, people, I got bullied, I got beat up. Uh, it was a very difficult um, teenage years in high school. So with what I do today, not in a million years, that I could imagine that I would be doing what I do, creating content, um, have students now in 130 countries, wow. building a global organization. Wow. That's that's the, that's the furthest thing f from my mind when I was getting started, right? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. So it's just really proof for anyone, if you're willing to put the work in and take massive action, yes. you can make it happen. And I think with what we do, a lot of people, I think they, especially when they're getting started, right? Young guys, they're thinking, well, you know what? I don't, I don't know the right people, right? I didn't know all the right people, right? I didn't have a good resume. I was a C student. I, I dropped out of college. I never went to university. 
I didn't know anybody. I didn't know all the right people or the right places. No, none of that. I was basically a minority, right, uh, in my city. And I call that the, 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 the immigrant's edge, right? Where because you are, people look at you and they think you're not going to accomplish much. Yeah. Just be happy with what you have. But right? why, why are you so ambitious? And because of that, for me, I actually had to work twice as hard or three times as hard to, to prove to myself, to other people that I could do this, that to, to, to accomplish anything great. So I don't take what I have for granted. Every single thing I have today, what I built, I know it's not by accident, it's by design, yeah. right? I, I live my life by design, not by default. That's good. And for you, I mean, you even failed 13 or 14 in I, I started and failed at 13 businesses. Wow. I was trying like, I had a, a landscaping business, yeah. just like a young yeah. guy, mowing lots of people. I had a, uh, like delivering, I was delivering a newspaper yeah. in my neighborhood. I was fixing computer. I was trying all vending machines, I tried all kinds of stuff. None of that worked. What made you keep going? No. So many people quit, like they do one business, it didn't work, I quit. They do two business, it didn't work, I quit. You you kept going after 13? 13. So what was that thing that said, yo, I have to keep going? I'll tell you the answer that everybody thinks about uh, and then I'll tell you the truth. Gotcha. Okay? Right, good, good. The answer that everyone's thinking about, oh, Dan, you're so driven, that, oh, you're so motivated, and, and man, you just kept going, you never give up. That's what a lot of motivational videos would say. Right. That's not the fucking truth at all, okay? Here's the truth. I was $150,000 in debt because wow. I lost all my mom's money, all her savings. Uh, I borrowed money from friends and family, maxed out my credit card. I thought to myself, if I was, a lot of my relatives, they said, right. just go get a job. What's right. wrong with you, man? Right. Just go get a job. I thought, okay, if I, I, and I wasn't doing that well in school. If I was to get a job, I make my make a thousand bucks, two thousand bucks a month. Right. $150,000 in debt. Right. I would be paying, trying to pay off that debt until I'm 65 years right, old. Right. It's never gonna happen. Right. So it wasn't because of I was so motivated, it's because I was desperate. So, so I think people change for two reasons, either motivation or desperation. I was backed in the corner. I had nowhere to go. I already hit rock bottom. People talk about hitting rock bottom. I was already in the, at the fucking rock bottom. What difference does it make? Right. Right? So I had to keep going. What else going. could happen? What I'm, else already could, I, or, I'm already 150K in there, like yeah, big yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you know, if I, I invest in myself, if I invest in another course, so what? Put that $300 on the credit card. What difference does it make? Right. It's a part of shit and debt anyway. Right. So that's what kept me going. Yeah. That I had to succeed and I wasn't, oh, I couldn't, I didn't want to give up. No, I had to succeed right. and that was it. And I'm happy you said that because me and my dad been in jail since I was two for murder. I got kicked out of high school, kicked out of college, fired from 10 jobs and several other businesses fell. But I said, this has to work. Or it, it has, has to, to work. work. I got fired from my last job. I made a decision at that moment. I'm willing to die if this don't work. Yes. And I believe, how do you translate that that's someone else? Because they, they're dabbling. Like, they never go all in. Is it because they don't believe enough in themselves? What made you say, I, I'm going to go all in no matter what? I will never resort back to a job. I think anyone who achieves any kind of success, usually there's a, a painful story. Right. So most people, if they're watching, listening to this podcast or watching this video, the reason people don't change, I believe, either they, they get complacent, they're comfortable. They might say they want to change, but the pain is not great enough. It's just not great enough. So with me, 
when I looked at my mom when she's struggling, when I had had put her through so much, and and I was 150k in debt, and I'm like, it's okay to let myself down. It's not okay to let my family down. So when I had, when I made a decision, I don't need fucking motivation. Wow. So I was making cold call and stuff. So I got, so I call people all the yellow pages. I got rejected hundreds of times. So fucking what? Right, right, right. Compared to the when I see my mom and she looks so hopeless, I'm like fuck that shit. That doesn't bother me yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't bother me. Right, right. So, so I, I call. Pain was too strong. It was too strong. It was so painful. Yeah. Then you have to do what you would push and push and push, and then eventually you you build some momentum. Right. You don't know how long that's gonna take, how long that's gonna last, but it doesn't bother me. It just doesn't bother me. When did you realize um, you doing high ticket sales? You realized it was an opportunity for other people to do the exact same thing. When when I, I I have been in business like for a long time since I was in high school, right? I've been marketing online since 2004. Wow. wow. Right. I feel like a dinosaur when I talk about that. But 2004. So back then, like before the Google and Facebook and and Instagram, yeah. we're talking about I was marketing on like. Forums yep. like bulletin yep. board, right? Um, the first pay-per-click search engine. You may may not even know Overture. Wow! It's the first pay-per-click search wow. engine before Google. So that's how early I started. So, and over the years, I have done every single business model you can think of: right. membership site, eBooks, affiliate marketing, uh, uh, eBay, e-commerce. Right. You name it. I built one of the most successful companies um, in, in, in e-commerce space at the time of the company before I sold it. Uh, we won the Canada Post uh, Online Retail of the Year Award. Like I, I understand all that. I've done all that stuff. The jewelry store? Yes. Yeah, I remember. Right? Yeah, yeah, so I, I did all that stuff, yeah. right? So, but compared to today, things have changed. Yeah. So a lot of entrepreneurs, young guys, they want to start something. and. They see someone on social media, they want to create content, all of that. But when I discover high ticket closing, when I saw the, the opportunity, or what I call the blue ocean, blue ocean, and I recognized that I was teaching my students, hey, maybe this uh, is something that you could start very easily. And I could see my students, by the time they finish my program, they are going out there and they are producing results very quickly, just like you, yeah. right? Yeah. You're producing results very, very quickly. Yeah. In a short period of time, and I thought to myself, wow, maybe this is way bigger than I thought. And the, the bigger and the bigger we grow, as we grow now, we have a global, like, student, global community. Right. With students- 130 countries. 130 countries. Right. Like, I would- Have you ever thought of this? Like, you ever thought, like, hey, I'm gonna have students in 130 countries? Not in the beginning. Wow. But now, even at this conference, we have, just at this conference, 30, 40 students. Right. Like, we literally have students all over the world. And now I can see whatever we have so far, it's like, this is where we want to go. Yeah. This is where we are. Gotcha. Like, this is just the beginning. Gotcha. We are going to revolutionize how sales is done. Wow. So pretty much stay hungry. What keeps you hungry now? Because I know when you get to you know seven figures, eight figures, the mindset that got you from seven to eight, I would imagine is different. They go from eight to nine. What is that? What is that thing that's driving you every day when you wake up right now? From twenty to I'm thirty-seven now. From twenty to thirty years old, 
that period of time because of my upbringing, because of my insecurities, right? So when I was experiencing some success at a young age, uh, I didn't know how to handle that, right? And because of my own insecurities, I would do like stupid shit, right? Just stupid shit where I would, I would get a new car every year. I was, you know, because I had no friends. Right. So I was trying to buy people dinner and stuff and just to to get friendships. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, when I was traveling, I would pay for all my friends and we would travel and stuff like that. Uh, but as you know, that's not, right. that's not real friends, right? That's not yeah. what friendship's about. So from 20 to 30 years old, I was one arrogant son of a bitch. Right. No, like, no exaggeration. I was arrogant because I was young. And I was hardworking and I was smart. And I thought, like, I, I'm the man. Like, I, I'm like all this stuff, right? But it's actually all ego. So from that point to that point on, what was driving me was ego. Gotcha. Achievement. Yep. Right? You make this much, let's make more. Let you do this, let's do that. I get this car, let's get that nice car. All that stuff. I was the motive was wrong. It's almost like the analogy that I use all the time. Uh, if you ever been to Macau, Macau they have these, uh, you know, here they have like Macau. yeah, horse like racing, yeah. but they have like the dog racing, right? And you see the dog would chase, and they have this mechanical rabbit, okay. right, going just faster than the dog, and they would be chasing around this racetrack, right? Yeah. I was the hungry dog and chasing this rabbit, and I would keep moving the target and I thought that would bring me happiness and fulfillment but it didn't right the more successful I become the more the more empty I felt so I was very good at at running on a track of achievement but I was horrible at winning on a track of fulfillment Wow! right I didn't get it I I didn't know and I was good at it Uh, and, and my attitude back then was like hey business is win and lose I make money, you're gonna lose. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna grab all the chips on the table. That kind of, I was that kind of guy. I'm not proud to admit it, but I was that kind of guy. Uh, As I get older, after I hit 30 years old, something changed. So one day I was getting up in the morning, just Jenny and I, my wife. And in the morning, just tears were coming down my cheek. And Jenny was like, what's going on? Are you, are you not feeling well? Like, Because right. I almost never cry. Right. I rarely cry. And I said, I don't know. Like, I just felt this war, this depression that takes over my body. She's like, oh, are you okay? I don't know. And, and I was off for a couple of days. I was like, what, what's this feeling coming from? Right. So then I almost went to a self-discovery journey and a deep dive into a lot of spiritual work and, and religious work even like I know it sounds so cliche but it's like what, what, what's life's purpose like right. what am I about like who I am like I ask those type of questions oh you know I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur I'm a businessman I'm a millionaire all this stuff no 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 but who I am right and I found out that what I've done so far that's all great but where do I want to be 10, 20, 30 years from now? And I went back to the basics. And I thought to myself, when am I the happiest? 
It's kind of a simple right. question, right. but it's a very powerful question. Yeah. When am I the happiest? Yeah. And I remember some of the happiest moments I had when I was back in, you know how I was getting bullied? And I was actually learning, like, that's how I learned martial art, right? I, I learned martial arts since then. But at the time, my greatest dream was to become a martial art instructor, right. to teach. Seafood. Yeah, seafood, yeah, seafood. And, and I have this teacher's heart. And I was like, even back then, like teaching a couple of my friends, and I thought, that's when I was the happiest. I want to do more of that. Because before that, I did speaking and all that, but like, no, 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 I want to be an educator, exactly. not a speaker. And I thought to myself, okay, now I have the ability to do all these things. What if that's what I do? That, what if that becomes my mission? That becomes my purpose? And that's how I evolved from focusing on me, 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 right. to now, okay, what's, what's the well-being of my students? Wow. Right? How can I impact more people? Yeah. And you see me, service, coming from a, yeah. from, from a place of service, from a place of what can I do to utilize my gift and my experience to just to impact more? It's funny how it works. When I make that shift, not only I get the fulfillment, right. my business blew up. Yeah. Just blew up. And that's funny you say it. So I noticed one of the things about the YouTube channel, really one of the fastest growing YouTube channels yes. ever in a year, right? Yes. And uh, I think the content is amazing. What do you think is the driving force that is just blowing that up? Is that serving and putting out your best stuff? What, what would you say that strategy is for someone who's trying to blow their YouTube up? Yeah. Um, so Because you did it. Yeah. When it, when it comes to YouTube, you know, what we've done, and as you know, you, you follow me on YouTube. There's so many YouTube channels out there. Right. So Absolutely. many YouTube channels. And there are a lot of other influencers yeah. that you can watch. But what drove our YouTube channel? Why do we have this kind of growth? Would you say, I mean, you could say, well, it's just certain tactics. Like, it's just certain, uh, what, what are the, the, the technical, you know, is it optimizing a title? Is it like your, your watch time? All that comes into play. At the end of the day, and I, I want to emphasize something. This growth that we had, it's without advertising. Right. This is, I advertise on other channels, yeah. but the YouTube organic growth, this is organic. Wow. So I earn my subscriber one at a time. Wow. Like one at a time. I really think it's because of a few reasons. Number one, I don't pull any punches. Yeah, yeah, you don't. You don't. I don't pull any punches. Yeah. I tell you exactly like it is, what I think it is. Yeah. They may not agree with me, they may not even like it, but that's what it is, yeah. like you see that. So that's number one. And second thing is, when I talk to the camera, when I think about talking to my audience, I always visualize I'm talking to a younger version of me, right? Where if, if a 20 year old, 18 year old Dan Lok watching today, my video, what would I teach him? So I always have that connection with my audience, right? Where I think that's why you watch my video, even though we have never met, but you will feel that mentor-mentee relationship, right? And you will always feel like, I get these comments a lot. Hey, Dan, you give me the exact advice when I need it, I'm going through this. Uh, so because of that, and I think people connect and people come back and watch and they share with other people. Authenticity. It's authenticity, sincerity, and just the truth. Gotcha. Here's what it takes. A lot of people, 
And an like example with certain influencers, I won't name, name, name names, but they talk about certain business philosophies where it's, oh man, it's hustle, you gotta hustle all the time and all that. And I'm like, I don't know if I agree with that. Right. I know even what I say is not popular, yeah. but I'm just telling people, well, hustling is not the answer. You need to hustle to a degree, right. but that's not what builds business. Yeah. Business is about leverage. It's not about yeah. hustle. Because right. yeah. you could be working very hard, yeah. but yet they don't produce results. Right. It's like if I want to go that way, and you're running this direction very hard, right. well, you're going the wrong direction. Right. It doesn't matter how hard you work. Yeah. You're getting further away from the goal. So I would share stuff like that. Yeah. And so, people will resonate. So just to say that, how important is a team? Um, and how do you build a superstar team like you did? Yeah. That's key, though. I think. Yeah. And you see my. You, your te- you got a superstar team. <laughs> so how, how, how have you put your vision into your team to operate in that manner? A lot of people, even entrepreneurs, they come to me and they say, I can't find good people. Right. I hear that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Man, like, my employees, they suck. Yeah. You know, my team, they suck, they're no good. I can't find good people nowadays, right? I don't understand, right? I always say, chances are, if you cannot find good people, you're a lousy leader. You suck as a leader, okay? You lack the leadership skills. That, that's a wrong question. I can't, how can I find good people? That's a wrong question to start off with. A better question to ask is, why would good people come to work with you? Wow, that's good. What, what do you have? that would attract good people to want to work with you. Do you have a compelling vision? If your vision is a lifestyle entrepreneur, or I just want to make enough money so I can pay my bills. How does that that motivate anybody? It doesn't doesn't inspire anybody. Oh, I want to make enough money so so that I could could retire. That doesn't inspire anybody. No one wants to be part of that. People want to be part of something bigger than themselves. So your vision has to be so big. Just like Steve Jobs. We want to put a dent in the universe. People look here, listen to that, I want to be part of that. How can I be part of that, right? So your vision has to be so big that it, it inspires people. That's number one, having a compelling vision. The second is, when it comes to attracting team members, the funny thing is every single, every single person I have on my team, you say all superstars? Right. I never hire people based on resume. Wow. I don't read resumes. Gotcha. None of, not one single person on my team, I hire because of resume. Wow. I don't care about that at all, zero. Wow. Every single person, almost like a lot of even the key director role, the people that is on my team, yeah. they were not quote unquote officially qualified wow. to be on that role, yeah. right? Like all, they all started with almost knowing nothing about that role. Gotcha. But eventually they grew into that. Right? I have like young guys, 19, 20 years so responsible for multi-million dollar marketing budget. Yeah. Yeah. Never went to university, wow. never have MBA. Wow. I said, here you go. And it's funny, I was going to ask you, so you know a lot of, the way to grow faster at Paris is run ads, 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 ads. I yeah. know it's a crucial, so, Outside of hiring the agency, you're basically saying train someone up in your team internally. That's the best way to really grow that. Yep. All my all my stuff uh, like it's all internal, right? Internal. And in the beginning, you might need to outsource. Yeah. You might need to work with company, but to grow to that significant uh, like point yeah. when you're growing bigger, 
And the thing is this, I never, there are many, many forms of leadership. Yeah. Some people, they, they, the leadership style is by dictatorship, yeah. right? My way or the highway, this is the only way to do it. You know, I'm the boss and you're fired, yeah. right? That doesn't work. Second, it's by consent. Right. Let's make sure everybody's happy. Let's hold hands. Yeah. Let's sing Kumbaya. Right. And everyone will be happy. Yeah. Like that, you don't get shit, no, not shit done, right? right. Forget about it. The way I, I lead, it's always by empowering them. Gotcha. So, let's say if you are my team, I want to get to know you. I want to know your goals and dreams. And I want to know how could I help you become more successful. Wow. It's a very different concept. I want to know what's your goal, what's your dream, yeah. why you do what you do. Yeah. And I will see if what we do as, a, as an organization, how can we integrate that? And I would give you the, the space and, the, and the, the proper role for you to grow and succeed and flourish. Everybody wants to be more successful, right? right? So if I could get to know you at a personal level, what are your skills, what are your strengths, right. and I can fully utilize what yep. you do yep. to the highest degree, it changes everything, oh, right? So it's like, example, behind the camera, you don't see yeah. this, right? Yeah. Brian and Ryan, right? Yeah. I want to get to know, Ryan wants to impact the world. Yeah. He wants his work to, to be seen by a lot of people. Yeah. I said, well, how can I take Ryan's passion and talents yeah. for video, right. and instead of him trying to do it a small way, incorporate with what we do, so our work is seen by millions, right. tens of millions on a monthly basis, right? That's how you make the impact. Right? So then they become part of this versus, oh, Brian, he's just, just turn on the camera. It's not about turn on the camera, right? But Brian's not about turn on the camera. It's using the camera to communicate our story, share a message, and this, this piece of content becomes a piece of content, a piece of work that could impact so many people. You know who's gonna watch this, right? right? Maybe it's a younger version of you. Yeah. Maybe it's a younger version of me. Yeah. And they can watch that and they would say, wow, that, that's my turning point. That changes my life. So you see, when, you, when the team understands their role, it is, I joke about this. Yes, I'm very heavy on personal branding. It's Team Danlock. Team Danlock is not Danlock. Team Danlock is Danlock, I play a role. Right. I'm one of the role, but every single person is part of my team, right? Without Team Danlock, there's no Danlock. Right. It's Team Danlock, right? But we all, it's just because I am the smoke person, right? I'm the brand, I'm the, I'm the face, right? But really, it's, it's everybody. It's not me, right? It's not me at all. Look, I, I didn't organize this. Right, right. Desmond set it up, right? right. Camera, editing, yep. all these things that's happening behind the background. Yep. I just put on the mic, we sit down. And do what you do. And talk. Yeah. Right. So how important is being able to do what you do? Because a lot of people like I want to focus more on my gift, mm. but also you got to build that team. So for that person, in order to get the six to seven, you need more. You need a better team in order to get the seven, eight more team. Yeah. Where do you find that person? I know you said, how do you go find that that team member? Are you putting out things on I, Indeed? I, I, like, I, I, I know you're not personally. Doing no, it, but, but it's so kind of intuitive. Yeah. Like I said, I ne we've never We'll never hire based on resume. Right. I'll never run an ad. I'll never post a job post. Of course. Right. When I meet people, you attract. I just they talk and I get to know them. Yeah. It, it, I know. I know you're looking for a, a technical answer. No, no, I got you. But bro. it's. I think the right people they would just come. Sure. I they agree. see what you do. It's like, 
I, I want to be part of that. Yeah. How can I be part of that? I yeah. like what you're doing. Yeah. And of course, with social media, we attract a lot of good people too. But it's, it's more that organic process. Yeah. I almost think, this is my theory, yeah. you could post on Indeed or Monster or yeah. Craigslist, but anyone that's looking for work, right. probably not the best people. The best people are not looking for work. The best people, they're just doing what they're doing. Um, I'll give you one very simple tip. Like, learning is a very big part of a culture. So my team, they're constantly learning, they're, they're watching other people, they're, they're seeing what they do. This is part of what we do. Like, if they're not lifelong learners, they will not belong to my team. Because I'm learning all the time. People see my team example. At KidsCon, I have 20 somewhat people. Yep. Right with me, one of the influencers. Yeah. Wow, Dan! Holy shit! You. No one brings a team this team, big. No. Like nobody. Really? Like nobody. And I said, "That's true." So what? Well, you mean? Uh, you're like, how do you? How do you? How do you get them to attend this? Right. Because I can't get my people to do anything. Yeah. And I said to the guys that I didn't get them to do anything. Right. They pay to be here. I didn't pay them to be here. Wow. They invest to be here because they want to learn. Wow. That's the culture that we have. So you talk to me how important team is. So I actually want to go in deep, not deep, but HTC. I really want to be able to help more people become high ticket closers and just, because there's a lot of people looking for jobs. They're, I believe people don't, I wasn't aware of high ticket closing. And I was, I was in my Uber the other day and I'm like, man, I'm happy that Uber is around because it provided so many jobs for people. Yes. But I believe it would be so many more entrepreneurs if they knew entrepreneurship wasn't as hard as it seems. Yes. So let's actually talk about HTC because I want to be able to offer that value to someone today. With, let, let's take a step back. Yeah. Like what exactly is high ticket closing? Yeah, like what is yeah. this, like how, how does this work? Goes back to, I believe, I teach a concept called the wealth triangle. It's very important. It's a cornerstone of, of what I teach. Yeah. So in terms of most people, they want to think about if I want to be create more wealth, they will think, oh, everybody on the internet, you gotta start a business, man. You gotta be an entrepreneur. They always talk about being an entrepreneur. I actually don't fully agree with that. I have a different philosophy. I believe before you even start a business, you should develop what I call high income skill. So let's take a look at this triangle. Yeah. The first part of the triangle is what I call high income skill. Yeah. And I define a high income skill as a skill that can make you a minimum of $10,000 a month. Yeah. Basically six figure a year, yeah. six figure a year. And with the high income skill, I'm talking about trading your, you're still trading hours for dollars, yeah. but for high dollars, yeah, right? Yeah. You're, you are trading your skill set, your knowledge, your experience, expertise, with in the money, yep. right? You're delivering value to the marketplace. Now, I'm not talking about high income job. High income job is sometimes people ask me, oh, is that, does it mean if I have an income job, does I mean, no, I'm talking about high income skill. Yep. Because a high income job, the minute you leave the company, you're back to zero. Yep. But a high income skill is transferable. You can go into different industries, yep. okay? Second part is what I call scalable business. Not just any business, but scalable business. Now you have uh, your people, your systems making you money, right? Your scalable business. So a lot of people, they want to jump into a scalable business without high income skill. The problem is this. Think about, oh, if you want to start a business, it, to grow a business, it takes money. Absolutely. It takes money to, to have people. It takes money to do marketing. It takes money to do promotions. It costs money. Yeah. 
build a website, it costs money. So you're a scalable business. And then you have what I call high return investments. I define high return investments as investments that could make you a, a minimum of 10% return year in and year out. Now you think about those three things. Not all, all money is created equal. Your high income skills provide you with income. Right? And income is king. You need income to grow. Your scalable business gives you what I call cash flow. Gotcha. Profit. Gotcha. A business, right? Yep. And then your high return investments, your high return investments provides you with builds your net worth. Yep. Wealthy people talk about net worth. Yep. So think about this. If you try to build your net worth, oh man, let me buy some real estate. I'm working at a dead end job, but I'm gonna buy some real estate. That is that is a disaster. Because you don't you're not following this well triangle, right? right? So think about high income skill. The next question is, what is the most powerful high income skill that you could develop? There's so many high income skills. And I believe nowadays the most powerful high income skill you could develop is high ticket closing. What does that mean? What does, what does that mean? My favorite. Yeah, very simple. So think about what we were talking about, internet. Yep. Shopify, e-commerce, Amazon, cryptocurrency, affiliate marketing. I could go on and on and on. So many ways you can make money. Nowadays, it costs companies and entrepreneurs more money than ever to advertise on the internet, right? Back then, the, the low pay-per-click, all that, it, that doesn't exist anymore. It costs money. So it costs a lot of money to, for them to acquire customers, to grow their business. So what used to work, what I call low ticket offers, offers that's below 200 bucks. Yeah. 37, 47, 200, like 100 bucks. A lot of those low ticket offers, companies and entrepreneurs don't actually make money selling those offers. Right. There's no money in that. Yeah. All that is designed to do is to, to acquire a customer, yeah. to get the initial sale, right? Yeah. You got that? Yeah, qualifying. Yeah, qualifying yeah. them. So, and all the money is made after the first $200. Yeah. What happens to the follow-up, right? The next sale. We, in marketing term, we call that the back-end yeah, sale, yeah, right? The back-end yeah. marketing. So we're talking now, companies and entrepreneurs realize, okay, we've got these customers who have spent $200 with us, but they don't make any real money until they have what I call high-ticket offers. Right. And high-ticket offers, my definition is anything that's like $2,000, $3,000, or $5,000, $10,000, $20,000, $50,000 and up. Yeah. When it comes to high ticket offers, it's very, very difficult to close those sales with an Instagram post yeah, or, 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 or a tweet, yeah. right? Like, hey, spend $20,000 with me in a tweet. Right? It, yeah. it, it, doesn't, it doesn't work. Yeah. These high ticket offers, they need to be, be close over the phone. Over the phone. Yeah. Good old telephone, yeah. right? Because the prospect, the, the potential customer needs someone to walk them through these things. Yeah. Or they may have questions, they may have concerns. Next question you have is, so then what has that to do with me? Right. This is where you and I, we come in. These companies, they have spent a lot of time, money, effort, generating the leads, yep. uh, driving them to a, to a funnel, yep. right? Going through the sales process, offering them the $200 offer, doing all these things, but they don't actually make the real money until a high ticket closer, a closer who knows how to close these high, these high ticket offers gets on the phone and close these sales. So the company's done 90% of the work and you come in and you get on the phone and you do the 10% that matters. Now I'm not talking about like 
dare they talk about cold calling, being a, a, a annoying telemarketers and, and selling like cell phone plans and shit. Yeah. No, this is the opposite of that. Right. These people have already put up their hand and say, hey, I want to know more about this offer. How does that work? Yeah. And all you need to do is get on the phone and help them make that decision. And when you can do that, companies say, hey, I've got an offer. Let's say I've got an offer that's $10,000. Yeah. I'm marketing online, doing all these things. I generate all these leads, but I need someone like you to get on the phone and close these sales. Yeah. When you can do that, the entrepreneur say, hey, thank you, great job. Out of $10,000, here's $1,000 yeah. for your effort, yeah. for helping me close the sale. Yeah. What happens? As an entrepreneur, am I happy? Absolutely. Yeah, of course, I can scale my company. Are you happy? Yeah. You just made $1,000 in a single phone call. Yeah. You, you just make more money in an hour than what most people earn in like two weeks of like hard, hard manual labor work. Now what happens is, it's not just one company or one influencer. We are talking about an entire industry. You see thousands of them yep. in, in this conference that they need a high ticket closer to get on the phone that closes these high ticket offers. Yep. As a high ticket closer, let me ask you this. You're not selling you, you're selling my offer. Right, exactly. Do you need to create any content? Nope. No. Do you need to create any videos? Yeah. No. It's ingenious. Do you need to deliver the service? No. Do you need to build a website? Yeah. Do you need to do customer support? Yeah. Do you need to, to, to create anything? No. All you need is a skill of closing on the phone and you go in there and boom. Yeah. Now my question to you is, if you can close a thousand dollar sale, yeah. let's say you close you talk to five people and you close one out of five. What's your closing ratio right now when you're good? I'm almost 50%. 50, so one out of two. It depends how, how, how qualified the leads are. How qualified, right. but I would say one out of five though at most. Okay, so one out of five. Yeah. So 20%. How was that? Good, right. it's good. So one out of five, that's awesome. Yeah. So let's say you use one out of five. You talk to five prospects a day, you just close one sale. Yeah. A $10,000 sale, you just made $1,000 a day. Right. And let's say you're like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna work five days a week. Yep. Five days a week. One sale a day, five days a week. Five sales a week. Wow. That's $5,000. You times that by four weeks. That is $20,000 equals $240,000 a year. My question is, what's your overhead? None. Zero. A cell phone. <laughs> what, what, yeah, you know, Zoom, Skype, yeah. you know, your cell phone plan. Uh, what's your marketing costs? Zero. How, how, how much time you have to develop any kind of products? Zero. Yeah. And I just want to add, Dan, for everyone listening, YouTube, podcast, I was, I was never aware of this. When I learned this, I'm like, hold on. You tell me I don't have to build my brand, do all this extra stuff that takes a lot of time, a lot of money, effort, content, and you could do this for someone else who's qualified, who had the leads? It was a no-brainer. So, so, that's so imagine, like right now, I have 100 closers. Yeah. 100 closers wow. closing for me. Yeah. They're leveraging everything I have. Right. My brand, my reputation, everything I do. Yeah. And I'm not saying if you want to build a business, remember, that's a step two. Yeah. Do that. I encourage you 100%. But what I'm saying is, develop the high-income skill first. Get that 5K, 10K coming in. Yeah. You can breathe. Yeah. You're not so damn desperate, right? Yeah. Now you're at a different place. When you start a business, your chance of succeeding is higher. I want to give Ed one more point. Yep, please. 
Imagine if you want to start your own business. As an entrepreneur, what's the number one skill that you need? Communication. The ability to close. Yep. Period. Yep. You want customers, you got to close, right? You want to raise capital, you got to close, right? You want a better terms from a vendor, you need to close. Yep. You're single, you want a date, you got to close. Yeah, I agree. Right? I agree. You're, not, you're not closing, you're single, man. You're not closing the deal. And listen, it's my goal. I'm going to share with you guys in the show notes and on the YouTube mm -hmm. how you can actually learn this, guys. I think it was super important to really help change a lot of lives. So I want to say thank you so much You're welcome. for actually creating welcome. that. So what's next for Dan Locke? I know you got a huge vision of really taking over the world. So what's next, man? Feels like I'm not thinking over the world. Yeah. What My vision impact. impacted. Yeah. And my my on my on my on my my mission statement right was to impact a billion lives wow. a billion lives and it's not just a billion lives helping them make more money and this and that no i think people come to me and they might see my video and at first they might think they if they watch a couple of my videos oh then it's about money but anyone who knows me they know that's that's not what we're about every single student who comes to me they might want to learn closing from me. They might want to learn business from me. They want to learn YouTube from me. It doesn't matter. But there's one thing in common. They come to me because they want to become a better version of themselves. However that they define it. For some, it means quitting the job. For some, it might mean that they want to just have more self-confidence. For some, they want to be a, a better mom, a better dad. For some, they might want to be able to impact the world do what we do either way regardless but it's become a better version of themselves and that's why learning is so big in our culture growth is so so big in our culture that's that's what i do and that's a, it's incredible and i really appreciate just the value you bring just sitting here i learned a tremendous amount that i'm going to be able to apply in ultimately what i want to share with you guys before we get out of here is that information like this that dan is sharing is useless if you don't use it don't use it like i tell people all the time you have the ability to change your life but yeah. you have to take action yeah. there's no other way to uh make it happen any closing words you want to just share with the people i know we got an amazing book coming out yes um and yes. i i want the world to get that book so can yes. you talk a little bit about the book many years ago i wrote a book called after your money yeah 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 okay and sometimes when people see the book they say, oh, what does that mean? Is that an acronym? Right. It's like, food money? No, it's fuck your money. It's right. what it means. Exactly yeah. what it sounds. Yeah. But keep in mind, I wrote that book when I was younger. Yeah. Now I'm a little bit older, a uh, little bit more mature. The new book that I just finished, yeah. it's called the, Un the Unlock It. Yeah. Taking everything I've learned, yeah. all the lessons I've learned, including Wealth Triangle, I put this book together. It's kind of like a masterpiece of yeah. everything I know up to this point in my life. Yeah. I'm sure when I'm 45, I might write a different book, yeah. Yeah. but this is my, my, my best yeah. work. Yeah. Doesn't matter what stage you're in, mm -hmm. you are thinking of bettering your life. You're thinking of starting a business. You're, you're CEO of a hundred million dollar company. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You will see within a book, you'll get something valuable from it. Yeah. It's just all speaking from experience, right? And, and just to add, man, like books, they, they're mentors. So like, how do I get Dan to become my mentor? Get a program, buy the book. That's the quickest way. Yeah. I didn't really know I was going to be interviewing Dan Locke right away. I saw him and I asked. And I think that's something else important. You got to be willing to ask. Yeah. Like a lot of people I feel like aren't getting to where they got to go because their inability to communicate yep. and ask for what they want. And, so. and that's a perfect example. Yeah. 
a lot of people they think oh, oh you know maybe maybe they're too busy or this and that but you, you don't you don't know if you don't ask yeah. that chances are successful people not all of them, all of them but most of them successful people they're generous yep I agree right when you share your story with me I was like wow it's a very powerful story Thank right and then when you share when you say Dan can, can you be my podcast can you be on YouTube Ooh, you know I like we have a packed schedule but let's see what we can do i appreciate it i wasn't saying oh no 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 like you know i don't want to do that i'm like let's see what i can do since i'm here right that's what we do that's exactly what we do and why i wrote a book and it's published by forbes books right and it's going to be available uh, and besides the book doesn't matter what it is if you don't have a mentor find a mentor if someone like youtube social media book like be a sponge just be a sponge right that knowing your income can only go to the extent that you do yeah wow yep. your wealth can only grow as fast as you do so you got to be a sponge being coachable being around successful people yep. it's just expands your horizon yeah right I when agree. you think oh i you know six figures good but when you hang around with people at a different level Absolutely. you're like I could do better. It's seven, eight, nine. Eight. There's no, there's no, there's <laughs> no, no limit. I agree. Money earned is just a byproduct of value creation. So when when you impact a lot of people's lives, money just comes in. It, it's money comes easily, frequently, and abundantly. Yeah, abundantly. It is. Yeah, it is like I agree. that. Yeah. Tough to conceptualize when you're trying to you're struggling to pay the bills, but that's actually how money works. Yeah. Money is just it's just value, money exchange. Yep. That's all it is. Guys, that's pretty much going to wrap up um, Accelerate the Great. couple things that I'm going to ask of you. Please go to theunlock.com. Get the new book. Right now, I think it's in pre-order, but I want you to be the first one to get it. We want to make sure this is a Wall Street bestseller, an Amazon bestseller, a New York Times bestseller. And I believe this book should be on everyone in the world's bookshelf. And in addition to that, guys, in the show notes, we're going to show you how you actually could become a high-ticket closer, as well as uh, joining Dan on demand, where I'm a part of both programs, and they're absolutely incredible, and they're life-changing. So we want to make sure you're a part of it as well. Remember, guys, my income started to change. My mindset started started to change when I started getting around people like Dan and started learning and actually extracting the info that they're sharing and applying it. And I'll leave you guys with this. Remember, you won't change until you change. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Accelerate the Great. Please like, subscribe, and share this episode. And remember, uh, follow Dan Lock at Dan Lock on Instagram and across all social media platforms. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we're out.